Yo, Kels. Yeah, Carl? Do you ever wonder why we say the phrases rule of thumb or mind your P's and Q's? Oh yeah, why do we say that? Well, I can't tell you, but I know who can. Father and son, Scott and Liam Kelly, host the weekly podcast called Why Do We Say That? Where they delve into the what's and why's of phrases that we say every day. Oh, awesome. Maybe we could learn a thing or two. That's right. And they close out each episode with a game of word or not a word. I would definitely fail at that. Dude, I have full faith in you. Aw, thanks. Listen to Why Do We Say That? with new episodes every Tuesday, wherever you like to listen. Okay, bye. Bye. It's me. Have you listened to the new Adele song? Yeah. Oh, is it good? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's fucking amazing. I mean, I, I, I'm like, I shouldn't have said, oh, really? Um, I just haven't listened to it. Yeah. I like kept, I keep meaning to, but I don't want to be sad all day. So I don't that- think, <laughs> I mean, I don't get particularly sad from it. Mm-hmm. Like I have a sad playlist. Mm. I wouldn't put it on my sad. Well, No. Because those songs, like, make me cry, like, just by hearing them. Whatever mood I'm on in. On your sad playlist? Yeah. Okay. It's, like, specifically there so that I have to force myself to cry. Oh. Do you ever feel that way? You just need to make yourself cry? No? Well. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. When I was younger, I used to cry all the time, I feel. Like, all the time. Like, drop of a hat, I cry. Now, I don't cry when I need to or want to. Like, I can't. But I will cry over looking at my dog. Or, oh, yeah. like... I cry a lot by, like, watching someone perform music. Oh, yeah. Like, really beautiful shit. Yeah. Yeah. I do cry like that now, too. That's something I've grown into as well. Yeah. Like, I feel... Well, obviously, now that we both have dogs, I literally will just be, like, holding Maggie's face and just start crying. Yeah. 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 But I guess I have been less, like, burst into tears-y. Well, I guess this is growing up. I was trying to think Sorry. of like what even the next growing, maturing, flourishing, growing wrinkles, growing gray hairs. I don't know. I don't think I'm on your level. Whatever yeah. level you're on, I don't I'm not know. there, but I want to be there. So how was your week? I already well, know the answer. It's the but... beginning of the week, actually. Now. Oh my god, yeah. Shoot. Well, how was your weekend? Um, how are you? Good. Uh, I'm okay. Um, <laughs> as you know, as we've talked about off mm-hmm. podcast. My anxiety's been a little high. Mm-hmm. It's all, I mean, it's mostly my fault, mm-hmm. but it's okay. I'm getting, I'm getting the shit I need. You're getting I it just, handled. You want to know my, like, Kelsey anxiety starter pack? Yes. You- <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> so, obviously, baseline crackers and, like, water and okay. then, like, some kind of vitamin water or kombucha. Kombucha's okay. been really helping with my anxious tummy. Then I get some lavender essential oils and i'll sniff that like every once in a while and then another thing i do which i just started today was i like will do some lemon water too Mm. because that helps your stomach actually Mm -hmm. it's like you would think it would make it acidic but it actually helps Mm -hmm. your stomach but every time i would like start to have a negative thought and start to make myself more sick i would like take a little of the lemon and it's like almost like a training 
thing to get your mind out of there. I know that sour things help with car sickness, which is nausea. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. 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 This isn't really a fun topic. Let me think of a different topic that I should talk about. Well, I went to my first ever drag brunch this weekend. Yas queen. Yas queen. And it was really fun. I like am not comfortable with a lot of makeup on my face. Mm -hmm. I'm coming to find. And it was really funny because me and Laureen, who I went with, we were texting like the whole week because we were like, we're going to do crazy eyeliner. We're going to like, you know, (laughs) do like it above our eyelids and like, you know, make it all cool and like white eyeliner. And then I fucking go to do it. Right. (laughs) And also, so I was trying to do like a light pastel, like rainbow around my eyes. I literally looked like that girl who's like falling asleep in her makeup, that meme. It's, it's, I looked like that. It was so horrible. I was like, I cannot go into public like this um i did drag makeup one other time and i fully watched a youtube tutorial while doing it yeah that's what i needed i i didn't do that so i was like panicking again this was like anxiety spiral time so i was like not thinking logically i should have gotten a youtube did you see the did you did i ever show you mine yeah you should be a drag yeah i feel like mine turned out pretty good and i truly don't have makeup skills nor do I. I have never been more humbled than I was when I was trying to do my drag makeup. Yeah. We weren't doing like drag makeup. It was just like we were doing fun makeup because yes. we were doing something fun. Yes. Because obviously trying to rival drag queens is like a place I'm that a, we just should not go. I'm not about to use a glue stick to glue down my eyebrows. That too. Yeah. But like also they know what the fuck they're doing. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, I could just show up on the on the like b-ball court ready to school them no 30 minutes before i leave i'll start my makeup yeah exactly it's like i'm (laughs) such a dumbass like what was i thinking Uh, you know there's just too much shit going on you can't think about that stuff it's it's an art form yeah oh yeah it's painting it's painting your face no for real it is like makeup whenever i see someone with like really good makeup i'm like i always am like wow yeah because it's you got to know your face you got to know angles lighting for real yeah shading yeah oh yeah one of the things i did pick up over the pandemic was doing my makeup basic basic makeup just Mm -hmm. a little bit better which i feel like i have been doing good at but like when i take it to the next level it's like yeah no every time i try i'm like i look horrifying you don't put on like foundation or anything really right no yeah i I do sometimes but it really depends like if my face is on fire then yeah i will but speaking of on fire (gasps) well i i what's on fire (laughs) nothing's on fire i just wanted to talk about something that i heard so i'm gonna read this headline to you ready Ooh. okay zodiac killer revealed (laughs) what news no no wait is this real Gary F. Post was obsessed with killing animals, friend says, as FBI keeps case, quote, open. Wait, when? Who this released this? This happened last week. Who released this? Just let me go through Okay, this. this is a joke. It's not a joke, but basically there's this guy named Gary F. Post who seems like a dick. He seems creepy and weird. Who revealed Gary F. Post? The Case Breakers, a.k.a. Online Detectives. Really? Uh-huh. The man they say is responsible for the string of five murders was this guy named Gary Francis Post, who died in 2018. They also claim to have linked Post to a sixth killing hundreds of miles away that has never been connected to the Zodiac. Basically, the FBI is like, hmm, I don't know about this. But mm-hmm. they 
the San Francisco office of the FBI said in a statement, they were cautious about the new information. Basically, they were just like, we have no new information to share at the moment. (laughs) I wonder how that shit works with like internet sleuthing, because I feel like... So they... I don't really get it. They say they have DNA. Apparently, the case breakers people, once again, the FBI is like, but um, apparently his name was, can be decoded in the cipher somehow, too. What? Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like a headline to make you go, what? But I think that there is new information, but it's not definitive yet because. Yeah the people who need to say that it's definitive aren't saying that it's definitive so yeah see the thing is though is like you can be a dick and you can hurt animals i mean you know so yeah so apparently he like killed animals for fun and was like oh and was like abusive to his wife and like was just an asshole yeah so so doesn't necessarily doesn't make him a serial killer but it it like has all the ingredients for a terrible person to to be a serial killer yeah Yeah, it really does shit so maybe next week we'll know more tune in next week for for our hot takes zodiac killer carly i can't even begin to tell you how ready i am to listen and learn so everybody welcome to our podcast oh my god we didn't re- un- we always fucking okay. forget we need to do something we need to like put a post-it on our heads well yeah should we introduce our podcast we probably should that would be a good idea well if you don't know what you're listening to by now i mean it's 25 episodes deep <laughs> at this point yep this I is mean, yeah <laughs> i don't know what to tell you but this is brought to you by the letter with carly and kelsey i'm carly and i'm kelsey and we are a podcast that talks about everything <laughs> that exists that exists <laughs> we talk about everything from a to z hence our name brought to you by the letter every week we come up with a topic in alphabetical order and we trade off who teaches yep. the other person and I we also- trade off who learns but technically we're always learning right everybody's yeah. learning on Everyone's this podcast i actually for the first time in a long time i was like i had to explain the podcast to somebody at my work my new work and i was like why did we get why did we start this and i just want to like bring us back to why we started this let's bring it back we were thinking we were in the pandemic we were bored we were well yes bored depressed in the pandemic and obviously there's like a lot of different perspectives in the world that no like a lot of people don't know about and it's like we're that was part of the impetus for why we started this is just learning new shit that we didn't fucking know about because our our angle is this bit like our little lens is this big impetus define i can't define that word <laughs> oh you just threw it out though like <laughs> i've heard people use it like that <laughs> wow it's well i was impressed context clues. I, was, I was impressed context clues. i'm assuming reason <laughs> impetus it was like it was an inspiration here let's go Hmm. (laughs) no you i was like no 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 she said impetus the force or energy with which a body moves but it can be used as like the reason it means the reason it's the reason the force yeah yeah, that makes something happen so yeah so part of it is we don't know many perspectives besides our own and mm-hmm. why not teach ourselves that that was part of it another part of it was just like i like learning stuff yeah. i miss school i miss getting new knowledge every day i'm like okay there's more in this world that i can learn yes 
it's honestly it's honestly hard to keep learning it's hard yeah you you get to a certain age and you're just like everything else takes up so much space in your brain and you don't i mean i'm not saying us specifically like i think you and i were pretty not to toot our own horns but we're pretty good with like self-improvement and bettering ourselves in this podcast is a way of us just continuing that through knowledge and learning and yeah and knowledge is power exactly i also i feel like there's so much stuff there's like there's just so much stuff that's happened there's so much history there's so much behind each and everything in this world it's like why not at least get a morsel of it a taste of it a little taste of it but i'm so excited because i'm listening and i'm just gonna sit back and enjoy the why episode yes this week we're doing why. I'm doing why. And I am going to teach you all and Kelsey, my lovely co-host and B-F-F-A-E-A-E-A-E. You guys Aww. remember that? That's yes. a hint at what I'm doing because I'm doing Y2K. <laughs> Brought to you by the letter Y. <laughs> Y2K. Y2K. So. Oh my gosh. What do you think I'm about to talk about? So I know what Y2K is. But. It can be taken in a couple different ways, oh, can which is it? why I'm asking you. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, are you going to go doomsday with it? So, yes. Yeah. So, the phrase Y2K came specifically from when the millennium, to the year 2000, was approaching. And it specifically had to do with technology and computers and people not knowing what was going to happen when the clock struck midnight and it was January 1st, 2000. So Because in systems, exactly. there is like only two digits in a lot of systems. Damn, right? you fucking know half my story already. Oh, well, well, that's the only thing I know. Um, that's literally the only thing I know. But I want to tell you something funny about what I initially thought Y2K was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You see it posts on like Facebook or whatever and it's like, this year was the this thing. This year it was the swine flu. And it's like, <laughs> it was always paired in with like the diseases. And I was like, what's Y2K? Was it like a disease? Like it was like the bird <laughs> flu? Like, I don't know. And then I finally figured yeah. it out, obviously. But at first I thought it was some weird disease outbreak. <laughs> well, it can also be, which I will talk about a little bit, like Y2K probably nowadays what more people probably think about is in terms of like pop culture and fashion which is also a way of describing stuff from the year 2000 and like that era as well it's just calling it y2k fashion y2k style whatever yeah Hmm. but anyways let me get into y2k you ready? I'm ready. I'm so excited. All right. When some of the first computers were being developed during the 1960s through the 80s, computer engineers needed to reserve as much memory and space as possible. Hard drives weren't like they are today. And like every single little bite mattered in these like old fucking school computers. Like think of like a brick giant box and the screen is like dark green and the text on it is like bright green and it's like that's all a computer is you know what i mean yeah uh, so one way to save this space was to literally just take off two digits of the year so instead of using four digits programmers used the last two numbers to represent the year so instead of a date reading 1970 it would just be 70 yeah simple but simple simple but what would happen when the date changed to the year 2000 would the zero be translated as four zeros 1000 1900 or 2000 
which is what it should be. But what would happen? They didn't know back then. Early in 1999, a TV host of a PBS technology program called The Computer Chronicles brought this to the public's attention after he received a new credit card with the expiration date of the year 1000. <laughs> oh, no. Isn't that funny? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I want, I'm, I'm just going to keep listening. Yeah. During the late 90s, technology was developing at an alarmingly fast rate. The dot-com boom was approaching, and anyone who was a computer programmer could walk into a business and, like, immediately get hired. Like, that was, like, the hot, like, I guess influencers. What's a hot job now? I don't know. Influencers, I guess. Computer programmer was, like, a hot job. Like, you were the shit if you were a programmer, basically. Did you know my mom was technically she went to like school for computer programming i did not know that yeah she developed software for like payroll and stuff whoa in her company yeah wow with like ones and zeros yeah that's (laughs) crazy that's so wild that's so wild and now she doesn't know how to use a computer but (laughs) (laughs) i mean like i just said technology develops so fast you know what i I mean so think about how much i mean we can fathom how much technology has changed from the year 2000 to now 21 years technology from like the 70s to the 90s like same span of time insane right yeah the bottom line basically was at this time many of us normies normal people we didn't like understand computers in the way that they functioned that's what the computer programmers were for we just knew that there was a computer and existed and it helped us with stuff in the 90s and 80s the programmers were the only ones who could be trusted to develop and build software for businesses who were becoming more and more reliant upon technology to keep their companies afloat So at this time, large mainframe computers were used in many different industries, such as banking, utilities, communications, insurance, manufacturing, and even the government. The computer technologies even extended to systems and devices like medical equipment, temperature-controlled systems, and even some elevators used, like, computer chips to run. Fucking futuristic shit, man. It's happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Programmers and people alike feared that when the clock struck midnight on January 1st, 2000, all the affected computer systems would be confused (laughs) and unsure of the year and would fail to operate, cause massive power outages, make transportation systems shut down, and banks to close. Chaos would surely ensue. That's what they just thought would happen. The end of days. Literally. As the years went by, like leading up to the year 2000, the notion that computers may not be able to compute (laughs) the turn of the century began to be publicized in mainstream media. Like people started reporting on, oh my fucking God, what's going to happen when this happens? Oh my gosh, what in our nation's going to happen to us? So eventually, by the media, the term Y2K was created so in y2k y stands for year k we sometimes use to symbolize thousand Mm -hmm. and then two is two thousand so it literally means year two thousand y2k amazing that i didn't know that i think i did know that actually once i didn't think it was a disease anymore (laughs) (laughs) good for you well actually speaking of diseases when you label something with a name 
it becomes like that much more concrete and real hence COVID-19 now we all have a name for this fucking thing we're dealing with you know what I mean yep so it wasn't long before people started to believe that the end of the world was coming in the year 2000 many religious organizations extremist and not extreme were using the Y2K to their advantage and telling people that they should join their church or cult to be quote, saved before all of the world's computers exploded and killed everybody. Because that's what some people thought would also happen. That all the computers would explode and kill everybody? Mm-hmm. Like, that just like, seems a little extreme. I know we didn't understand stuff. Like, I know we thought Furby's recorded our conversations, but, <laughs> like... But, Kelsey, think about this. Think about what's happening right now. There's the reality of what's happening, which is really bad, but then there's also things that people are saying will happen if you get a vaccine, for instance. Yes, or yes, It's true. not that far off base of the reality to get people there. Yeah. You know, oh, hey, news is reporting, Y2K, we don't know what's going to happen when all of these computers, you know, this may happen, that all of these things rely on computers to operate. What happens when they don't know how to operate? Yeah. Obviously, the next... Uh, place your brain goes is explosion and chaos and death and destruction, right? I just don't... I wonder why we do this as humans. Like, you know what I mean? Are we just, like, really afraid of death? I guess. Yeah. I mean, duh. But I... It's just funny to me. Yeah. I wonder if the media is to blame for the most part. Oh. Yeah. It's it's had blamed a lot. Social media, I mean the media, yeah. like regular media, just like yeah. everybody giving their opinions. They're like, oh, I think the world's gonna end. It's like, well, but don't say that shit. <laughs> like, don't, I don't speak it into existence. Cause not now on the news because now it's in the back of my brain eating away. Yeah, my, yeah. yeah. So so confusing. To prepare for this possible end of the world, people were stocking up on supplies and building bunkers and. Some food brands were creating special Y2K foods. For instance, Millennials, which were Cheerios <laughs> that had twos and zeros in their Amazing. cereal. Yeah. Why can't they make that now? I know. I want some. I've been on. Ooh, speaking of, I told you this yesterday. I've been on a huge Honey Nut Cheerio kick. Yeah. Like, I have a problem, like, multiple bowls a day. Like, probably two bowls minimum. Carly. It's so good. I mean, cereal's fucking good. It's like sugar that you can pawn off as like breakfast, and I love it. So I don't know if you know this. From the time that I was like old enough to feed myself, which like I'm a 90s kid, so that probably started when I was in like second grade. Okay. Like I got myself up. My mom didn't make me breakfast. Like I fed myself in the morning till probably like 11th grade. Mm-hmm. So that's almost, let's just say 10 years. For 10 years, every single morning, I ate cereal. Every single morning. And then I went through a phase when I could feed myself again without the luxury of my mom buying cereal for me. I didn't eat. I didn't eat cereal ever. And now I'm back. You're back. back in my they got you. <laughs> I'm back in my cereal phase. I mean, you kind of forget cereal, though. Like, yeah. you know, like you're like, so oh, good. I should have an egg or avocado toast or meh. But then you're like, but cereal. Cereal is so good. Cereal is so good. And the cereal milk, honestly. Oh, so good. They should just sell cereal what's your, milk. What's your favorite cereal? Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. Honestly, we've been having like the Cheerios honey oat 
things that I've been telling you about. Yeah, I need to try those. They have like oats on top of the Cheerios, which is really good. Little speckles of oats. Little, yeah, stuck on them. But um, I've also, I also love Raisin Bran and I love Raisin Bran with bananas. And I know you don't like it, but listen. Ow. Listen, (laughs) this is the thing though. I have a cute story for why. When my dad would get ready for work, this was back when we lived like in our first house. He would always have a bowl of like raisin bran and then i would eat it with him because Aww. i wanted to be him that's really cute <laughs> so we would do that every morning so that was like our little thing so i think that's why mm-hmm. but also i like raisins and you don't like raisins yeah. right I'm raisins sure. were my like that was what my parents would give me to shut up those little packs they would just be like Aww. take it because <laughs> i would have to pick at it yeah so i would so i'd be busy for a little bit <laughs> My wait, mom was like real smart. Wait, this explains everything. <laughs> it all wait. makes sense now. <laughs> um, my so I I am on a Honey Nut Cheerio kick, but my favorite cereal is Rice Krispies, which is probably one of the plainest cereals, Ew. but it's so good. Mm-mm. I'm I'm nope. obsessed with it. It's so good. What's the other gross one that's just like Life? Oh, Life is delicious. Life is has flavor to it. Is though. it Kicks? Oh, I love Kicks too. Yeah, it's probably that one. Kicks is just like little yellow balls. I'm sorry, but I'm just not. If I want to eat soggy bread, I'll fucking make myself some toast and then put it in milk. But it's I rice. Don't. It's, it's, it's not. Even, I don't care. Bread. It's the same same diff. It, okay, 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 okay. Mini wheats. Yeah. Okay. Mini wheats are delicious. I agree. Um, I think they're a little thick. Like I think if they were double sided, maybe. Kelsey, you cannot do Carly, that body shape. Carly. These mini wheats. <laughs> If they were just like a little bit skinnier, they're maybe a like too thick for me. Yeah, it's not my type. Um, no, but it's true because the frosting was like on one side, and then you had to like, I just would eat the frosting off and then throw the wheat back in. Mini wheats are so good though. No, I'll I will eat those dry mini wheats. Disgusting. Listen, I love cereal. Tell us your favorite cereals. Back to the story. Y two K. This issue that we're dealing with. How did it get fixed? What are, what, are, what's, what are we going to do about it? I don't know. Businesses and governments around the world spent billions of dollars. And I'm cre- sorry, how much was that? Billions, you say? Billions. Okay, great. And created special technology teams to ensure that their computers were Y2K compliant. Their goal was to check every system that relied on the date <laughs> before midnight on December 31st, 1999. The worst project to be a part of. <laughs> Literally. The worst group project on the planet. Literally. Some programmers simply replaced outdated hardware and software. Easy fix. Other cases required time-consuming analysis of code that needed to either be replaced or rewritten. No thanks. Difficult. Not easy. Oh, that fucking sucks. Right? And there was like a finite deadline right there was like it's not like the project deadline can be pushed it's no. like we gotta do it by this date yeah literally like eleven oh. fifty-eight. they're in there sweating <gasps> fucking <gasps> furiously what did they think what do you think the last thing they got to was like the blockbuster so uh, i believe that it was like individual so like individual businesses like spent money and hired their own teams like corporations and shit and like governments and like whatever you know what i mean so it wasn't just like this one team of 10 dudes that were in charge of all of the computers (laughs) see i just imagined it like a government squad going around and like well you know 
like the geek squad but government squad slower chubbier maybe well in 1998 the u.s government passed the year 2000 information and readiness disclosure act this act was to encourage companies to share information about the status of their y2k compliance efforts basically keeping the public and everybody informed like what what's going on so y'all can calm the fuck down exactly okay it also helped protect companies against false compliance statements and limited liability for companies issuing year 2000 readiness disclosures aka lawyer speak for protection against getting sued for whatever may come about in Mm. the year 2000 got it so so the government the u.s government tried they put some they tried. They put an act together. So programmers working on these Y2K teams expressed that these projects were literally taking over every aspect of their lives. <laughs> they had no room for error and a very set deadline that could not be extended. The doom and gloom continued to spread. Wow. This commercial film producer person, doesn't matter who, released a (laughs) one-hour, quote, family survival guide video. Leonard Nimoy narrated the show and described the disasters that the world was about to face. And I found it on YouTube if you guys want to watch it. YouTube video is called Y2K Family Survival Guide with Leonard Nimoy, 1999. VHS. Did you watch it all the way through? No. I clicked through a four-minute clip of it, and it was just like very boring a bunch of people being like yeah we just don't know what's gonna happen like different people like interviewing and yeah how was that a readiness guide i didn't i didn't uh, wa- i didn't i didn't want to watch an hour of it no you, you didn't want to waste your time on that you guys want to w- see some 1999 leonard nimoy who is an actor that's all i know about him so never heard of him as the year 2000 came closer and closer computer programmers had not finished their code and the whole world was watching and waiting. As the clock changed, we're here, from 11.59 to 12 o'clock midnight. Horrifying things happened. Did they? Horrifying. Did he? Did they? No. Did they? Horrifying. Okay. It's written right here. Horrifying things happened. Some cell phones deleted old text messages. Fuck. Some- Wait, we had texting in the... Some the rich people did Mm -hmm. the rich people some computers started displaying the wrong date they said one one nineteen two hundred what one one nineteen two hundred the year was nineteen two hundred so like nineteen two hundred that's hilarious so like i said absolutely horrifying chaos ensues horrible outcomes now there were a few computer errors and issues across the globe a nuclear energy facility, sounds scary, in Japan, had some of its radiation equipment fail, but they had backup facilities in place. And basically those, as soon as the other ones failed, the backup ones kicked on and there's absolutely no harm done. The U.S. detected missile launches in Russia and attributed that to the Y2K bug, but the missile... <laughs> And Russia was like, no, you misunderstand. We tried. No, but the missile launches were planned ahead of time as part of Russia's conflict in the Republic of Chechnya. So there was no computer malfunction. It was was a planned launch. 
Countries like Italy, Russia, and South Korea had done little to prepare for Y2K, and they had no more technological problems than the countries like the United States that spent millions of dollars to Are you combat serious? the problem. Are you serious? Yep. So on January 1st, 2000, at midnight, the Y2K partiers partied on, and the doomsday cults made up some excuse why the end of the world didn't actually come. They're like, oh, uh, my... I was looking at the wrong calendar. My bad. It's not going to happen until... See, that's the thing. Every time they do that shit, it's like, okay, you get one shot. Yeah. You get one shot with one me. One opportunity. Yep. That is the chance to blow. Stop. Okay. So, that's disappointing. I know. <laughs> Isn't it? We can't talk about Y2K without talking about the momentous effect the millennium had on pop culture, music, and fashion. The brief moment of almost complete technological destruction caused a distinct aesthetic period. Synthetic or metallic materials, inflatable furniture. Remember that? Yeah. Um, moon boots. Which is actually making a comeback. Exactly. And alien-inspired hairstyles were just a few notable signs of the age. Even popular music videos incorporated shiny clothes, sets that looked like they were in like an airlock or space station, and like computer interfaces. And I can like off the top of my head like think of like five music videos that that have that. that like everyone's wearing like a shiny space suit or something. Oh, I like like Missy no, Elliott. Yeah, I'm just um now I'm like in moon shoe territory again. Oh, like yeah. I'm just going back to those moon shoes. First of all, such a disappointment. Yeah. Second of all, now I'm thinking of Xenon. Like exactly. Oh, See? Yeah. So at the turn of the millennium, owning a computer became commonplace once we realized they weren't going to destroy us we well, all acquired no, them no I, I mean well yeah but actually this was like right before um it turned the year 2000 like computers became affordable like yeah. people could own them bright colorful and see-through iMacs were rampant and user-friendly gateway PCs were being bundled up and sent to universities to assist with studies it was like normal now to have a computer yep I remember getting a computer. Yeah, me too. I got a yellow Dell laptop, but that wasn't in the 2000s. I was going to say, wait, that that was probably in like almost the 2010s, maybe. Like maybe it was like 2007 or 2008. I I remember our first computer. I think we still have it. Oh, you mean your family? Yeah, my family. Oh, yeah. We had a Windows 97. Nice. Yeah. I don't know that detailed, but I do remember playing like one video game on it and like a floppy disk dude oh my god i would watch the screensavers and then also windows like media player um you would play music and then the like colorful oh, the cool colorful things yeah would go i would on. just watch it i would just think it was so simpler cool. times man for real i mean you can kind of do that now with your like apple tv screensaver you just fucking sit there and look at great wall of china for an hour yeah that's not as that's not as exciting though like do you remember the screensaver my computer had this like our family computer you could set it to different screensavers and shit so there was the one that was like a maze do you remember that one Mm -mm. i should find a screenshot of it and we should post it because it's like it's honestly like the way I'm thinking of it now, it's, like, so trippy and, like, kind of gross. Like, you know how, like, really early, like, graphics can be, like, gross looking now? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's kind of, like, it makes me feel, like, a little claustrophobic, like, thinking about how it looked, but in the best way. Oh, uh, I just want to go back 
So speaking of graphics, computer-aided design and drafting software just started to become advanced enough that designers could experiment with curves, blobs, gradients, and layered transparencies for the first time. That's us. That's us. Computer graphics and film and animation were becoming mainstream at this time, too. The Matrix forever hit a nerve on pop culture and even fashion, like the, the way that they dressed in that movie and everything. So Y2K as an event, as well as an era, is a solid reminder of how important computers and technology were to us in order to be a functioning society. Over 20 years later, we have even more advanced technologies that people of the year 2000 probably couldn't even imagine. Like, do you think that they'd know that your phone camera can recognize your face and know where to put dog ears on your head and a snout over your nose and when you open your mouth a tongue would come out no did you think that 20 years ago people could imagine that that was a thing that we could do with technology no right and that's i'm like i think about this constantly i'm like what is it going to be 20 years from now exactly i just can't even imagine it because i just can't exactly it just isn't there yet it's not there yet so i want to ask you and all of our listeners if a Y2K thing were to happen today, how would we react? The exact fucking same. Yep. The Guardian article I referenced that spoke about the aesthetics had this really good quote. And this article was written in 2016, right after the election. And it's a very interesting quote. And I would like to read it to close. Quote, perhaps in the future, people will be able to suss out the threads of American election anxiety, global refugee crisis, or the dark comedy of Silicon Valley culture in the music, architecture, and design of today, a.k.a. 2016. Do the streamlined, Android-inspired fashion trends seen at the 2016 Met Gala point to an imminent boom for cybernetics, virtual reality, and AI? What will the aesthetic of this time period look like with a decade's hindsight and what might they reveal about us that we can't see in the present well and i leave you with that y2k brought to you by the letter y Yay! i thought you were gonna go conspiracy theory oh no no just the facts (laughs) just the facts but i thought that quote was so interesting because this was written five years ago and they were literally like this crazy fucking shit is happening to us right now and just like you mentioned, people are going to that aesthetic heavily right now. Yeah. Like in clothing, in technology. They fucking brought back a flip phone. Did they? Yes. Oh, shit. It's a smartphone that is a flip phone. Why is this happening? What does this mean? Like, what are we getting at? What does it all mean with what everything that's happening in our world right now? I don't know. And what will we see like you said in 20 years and we'll look back and we'll say what did this all mean how are we dealing with it obviously it makes a lot of sense this aesthetic and culture and shit happened because technology all of a sudden became readily available to everybody yeah everybody could have a computer yeah so that's like inspiring people are like oh my god I can be a robot I can I too can be a robot I too (laughs) can wear moon shoes and like only dress in holographic sweatsuits i mean i'm there for that (laughs) honestly i would definitely want a holographic jumpsuit yeah why not 10 out of 10 so wow damn carly what do you think it says about us what that we're bringing back y2k shit now Yeah. yeah i think i actually think it might be a slightly different it might be people our age 
I was just talking to somebody about this today, actually. I made a joke about the disillusionment of millennials. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I think that, like, we are very nostalgic right now. And I think that's why we're gravitating towards stuff. Like, I remember, you know, when I was in college. So, you know, like seven years ago, people would be like, 90s kids be like, 90s. Like, that was like such a thing. Yeah. But now it's almost like, no. Shit was better back then because now we're supposed to be grown. We're supposed to have shit figured out, but we're stuck in this hell hole. (laughs) What? (laughs) So I think that's kind of what, why it's coming back. But also the same time, the generation below us are making it trend. Like the younger, the younger generations are always in control of trends, no matter we like it or not. You know what I mean? They're the ones who are cute and young and fun and carefree. So they're the ones that we like that a lot of people look to for like trendy yeah. outfits, whatever, hair, whatever. So, you know, what they where they're getting that from, I'm not quite sure. But I know that like for us, like I just feel like it's like thinking to a simpler time, thinking to when things weren't so complex. It was just Dunkaroos and watching <laughs> Recess and then playing on my Game Boy Advanced that was see-through blue wow um and then petting the head of my robo pet my robo dog and then checking on my tamagotchi it was nice when we could be distracted by those kind of things right yeah see i think i wonder if since the zoomers are in control of the whole fashion thing i almost think that they since they never grew up without technology in their lives they're like just embracing that yeah because definitely we're thinking back to like oh it's clearly this xenon-esque you know our specific time but they're probably like no this is just like what we're used to like we just grew up with. so maybe we're maybe to kind of combine what you were saying what was i was saying we're looking back to when technology didn't rule us also yeah but it was like novelty it was like yeah and fun and cool yeah i mean think about like all the early chat rooms and how like oh my god it's just like everything was so new and like sweet almost yep it was i mean there was was terrible shit but there was also really like humbling shit we're also two women and my boyfriend and possibly your husband have different internet experiences. I know Tyler had tells me he was on like forums and shit that. Oh dudes, really? Oh yeah, like weird sh- people like, and he was also a video gamer, so he oh, okay. has a whole different internet experience yeah. than us. So we're just speaking as our internet experience. I agree. Mine was also very sweet. I played millsberry.com which is basically the people human version of neopets instead of like a little animal you were a guy or girl Aww. <laughs> and then like i'm trying to think what else yeah i Other like games. so i wasn't really allowed to play video games like as a kid we were like allowed to have some computer games like if they were educational and we yeah. were allowed to do like jumpstart i did jumpstart too yeah uh, jumpstart oh. second grade though man no 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 jumpstart third grade i don't know third grade i only know it's second the robot grade. one with the polly polly the evil genius brat girl oh i loved that one no, it was no, so no. good so we had that we had the backyard sports yep things pablo was op always yeah always he was the best we want a batter, <laughs> not a broken ladder. <laughs> yeah. And, but I, you know what? For some reason, this always comes back to me. And I think it's very niche. Like, I don't think, 
I haven't heard anybody else who's like, oh yeah, I remember this. Do you remember? And I think it's just because I was never able to play video games too often. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Taco Bell gave out floppy disks with computer games on them? No, because we didn't go to Taco Bell. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't well, mean speak- to shove my privilege speaking in your of, face. I, <laughs> I just ate Taco Bell that I liked for the first time not too long ago. So Taco Bell's delightful. Um, that was our go-to because it was like a good soccer. Yeah. Like, whenever my mom was shuffling us all around, that was just an easy one. But that was back when they had the little chihuahua and you go... Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> they had the best fucking floppy disk That's games. That's cool. And I just, I can't get over it. Like, I lo- I looked up the graphics. They're questionable. But Speak- Speaking of cereal, though, I would do the thing where I would save the cereals and then mail in so that I could get. Oh, yeah. I think I got, ca- I think I got Catch That Kid, the movie, mm-hmm. that way. <laughs> Aw. Yeah. That's so Simpler. Sweet times people simpler yeah, times well now you can pay me to mail something like that in yeah. you know yeah oh my gosh anyways frosted tips uh-huh just let's just bring back the memes real quick oh those one size fits all shirts where it's like they're stretchy and then they <gasps> oh those can bur- those can shit. burn in hell though really? those don't need to come back oh no they don't they're I mean, awful i looked i don't know ill it's just not good they when you take it off it's about the size of a dinner plate in height (laughs) (laughs) but when you put it on it fits somehow and it looks like a whole bunch of little nipples poking all over oh my gosh we had some of those and then we also had the t-shirts that were fuzzy like it was like a complete faux fur but like sparkly I think I had a light blue, like baby blue, and then like purple ones, and they had like I did little not sparkles have that. in them. Oh my gosh! I, had those. I did the barrettes. I did the barrettes here. Yeah, I I missed having the little um the hair ties that had the little beads on them. Mm-hmm. The big beads. Yep. Mm-hmm. Classic. I miss. Anyways, miss the nineties. Actually, Any- it was a terrible time for yeah. me. I don't know why I'm like. <laughs> simpler just simpler simpler like i think also it feels simpler because now since we have technology and it's like we know everything Mm -hmm. we can know everything we can and it's too much sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to be very careful about like how much because you could find out almost anything you want almost and you can go as deep as you want you know like before it was like not a 24-hour news cycle like you weren't taking a computer around with you everywhere you went like we do now you know like it's just it's so different it's so interesting to think about yep well (laughs) let us know your favorite cereal and your favorite computer game (laughs) you're just really interested in the cereal portion of this is this just really a call out for cereal i've been obsessed recently it's my thing i mean cereal's easy it's yummy yeah it's comforting yeah it's really good it is good But I guess that's it for today, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, We got one more episode left of our first season. So thanks for sticking with us or tuning in or whatever. Just thank you. Just pure thank you. Thank you. Um, Please check us out on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All of them by the letter pod. And then please email us at bytheletterpod at gmail.com. 
with anything that you want to learn about because yeah you know we're just doing it based on what we want to learn about but i know that one day we will run out of ideas yes. or you know like i said we only have the lens that we have so we would love to get different things that like we might not know about and that other people in the world might not know about exactly because like learning shit about each other's cool so. it is and we did talk about this but i'm just going to reiterate so we're going to take about a month off in november so you won't hear from us but then we're going to come back in the first thursday of december we are going to switch to a bi-weekly format so that we can take our time a little bit in terms of research possibly bring on guests which is real i'm really excited about and we want to you know this we was our level up right? yeah th- yeah this is our first time doing this i'm like proud of us but i know we can do better and i think that it'll be a better listening experience as well at least that's so, what we hope well yeah. and like listen this is the thing let us know what you think because yeah. we open to suggestions we like are not this is not just ours this is yours as well yeah so let us know what you want to hear about a, give us a rating on itunes please or our apple Podcasts. i guess yeah just uh smash that five stars yeah. as carly would say yes yeah, smash that motherfucking five star and subscribe yeah um, and, share. and share and let yeah let people know that you're listening to us because then we can literally just look up shit for you and tell you about it yeah wouldn't that be nice just do all your research we're for just you. doing it for Even you though we tell you do your own research do your well, own research we can only go so far right we can only do so much for you could you imagine trying to do this podcast in the 90s this would be terrible we'd have to go to the library every week and fuck no <laughs> i mean actually i love the library but fuck no in terms of reading books to scour not being able to copy paste yeah are you kidding me yeah are you ki- a type typewriting technology's good sometimes sometimes but anyways, everybody have a good day and we love you and thank we you. We love you. We'll see you next week for our last episode of the season. Bye. 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 B